Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the most recent edition of The Bounce Back. Number two, where things stand on Capitol Police funding. And number three, infrastructure and the budget resolution are on a potential collision course. All right, Jake, you did an interview with Oklahoma City Mayor David Holt. He is our most recent profile in the bounce back, which is Punchbowl News's attempt at really looking at how leaders at the local and state level have been working creatively to help their communities out of the pandemic uh, kind of economic crisis. Yeah, it's really interesting. So um, David Holt is the mayor of of Oklahoma City, and he has a really interesting story. So um, the backdrop is this. His state, um, Oklahoma, is governed by a Republican, Kevin Sitt of Oklahoma, Republican, um, who started the pandemic by taking his kids to a restaurant and saying it's all cool and not a big deal and, you know, do whatever. So that was how this started. Um, so he, uh, uh, David Holt took a completely different path. So Oklahoma City had the lowest unemployment rate in America, which is really interesting, something I did not know um, uh, right before the pandemic. And um uh, and obviously, if you're a basketball fan, you'll know that during the Oklahoma City Thunder and Utah Jazz game, um, uh, a player was diagnosed with COVID, one of the first moments that the nation kind of saw COVID on the main stage. So, um, so Holt, this is really interesting because Holt did something interesting. He shut down. He was very, very strict, um, uh, taking the opposite tack of, of Kevin Sitt, his governor. Um, but... Uh, he did something interesting in that the money that he got from the federal government, he turned around and gave that to businesses. He wasn't able to use it to replace revenue, but he turned around and created a fund for businesses to stay open in addition to the PPP. Super interesting use of money. Um, and uh, now on the other side of this pandemic, Holt has this has a massive infrastructure program that he previously passed um, before the pandemic that's about to take hold, that projects are opening up, new projects are starting. He expects that the pandemic will that the post pandemic version of Oklahoma City will be stronger, uh, as strong, if not stronger than the previous version. So, um, again, really interesting. And uh, I hope everyone could check it out. It's our most recent um, uh, installment of, of the bounce back and Holt is the former, uh, um, sports editor of the GW I Hatchet. I knew that was coming. I was waiting yeah. for it. Yeah. He was the former <laughs> sports editor of the GW Hatchet and someone else whose name rhymes with Lake Perman, AKA me, um, uh, was the, uh, also the sports editor, the GW Hatchet. You know, I would say he's probably a little bit more successful than me. So, um, you know, we'll see. Time will only tell. But. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So anyway, um, very interesting. And I uh, hope everyone can check it out. Yeah, it's a great profile. Honestly, I thought some creative leadership uh, in terms of how he decided uh, to govern in terms of how they are looking at their finances. Uh, I learned a lot about Oklahoma City that I didn't know in reading about it. So we hope you will enjoy that as well. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning, building out of our scoop late last week that the Capitol Police uh, was running out of money because they've been doing overtime in the wake of January 6th, and Congress has not fully funded uh, the request for supplemental funding. Uh, things are getting hot, Jake. Really hot. <laughs> really hot. Uh, we have a 
we gave uh, we have a link to an interview that our own John Bresnahan did with uh, Pat Leahy yesterday. Pat Leahy was angry. So here's where things stand. Um, the Capitol Police needs millions of dollars to backfill uh, their their um, accounts, basically their their salary accounts to pay police officers or else they may have to do furloughs. So Leahy introduced a bill, three point seven billion dollars to deal with Capitol Police uh, uh Richard Shelby, the number two, the, the top Republican on appropriations, said that it's moving in the wrong direction. The House uh, passed a bill that was two billion dollars. The Senate has now introduced a bill that's three point seven billion dollars. Um, Shelby said it's going in the wrong direction, getting more expensive. Now, <clears throat> here's where the rubber is going to meet the road. Republicans have already started saying that Leahy's bill includes a lot of fat, includes money for the Defense Department, for Afghan, for troops, sorry, for um, resettling Afghan refugees. So um, not that those aren't useful priorities or important priorities, but uh, Republicans are arguing they don't belong in this bill. And Leahy's trying to squeeze them through on the backs of the Capitol Police Force. Um so, you know, this is going to be a fight that's going to explode in the next couple days. And uh, again, really high stakes, super high stakes. Absolutely. This isn't kind of governing in the, you know, 50,000, you know, foot, you know, where we often see people talking about things more as an existential crisis or, you know, philosophically, where do Republicans and Democrats stand? This is truly like do they have the right police force guarding the doors six months after an insurrection? It's kind of the stakes couldn't be higher and certainly something that we are going to be covering uh, very, very closely as uh, this kind of winds through. And, and hopefully, obviously, they're going to get the money they need. All right, let's move on to the number three story, uh, infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. But now it's kind of an interesting twist here where infrastructure and a buzz budget resolution are on this potential collision path. Uh, Jake, give us the details. Yeah, so here's the here's the the basic gist of it. Number the the Senate is going to is working on two tracks. Obviously, the bipartisan infrastructure track and the, the reconciliation track. Um, the bipartisan infrastructure bill is not going to be out this week. They're making good progress, but Rob Portman um, and other senators have indicated it's not going to get out this week. So what? So the inf the the reconciliation bill, the $6 trillion bill, potentially, I mean, soon we're going to be talking about real money here, um, is uh, could be out as soon as tonight. And that Republicans are telling us they're getting spooked. Uh, listen, and this could just be a way to get out of voting for this bill, get out of supporting the bipartisan infrastructure bill. But they tell us that it's not um, uh, that having a several trillion dollar bill out before the bipartisan bill is going to make it more difficult for them to um, for them to support the bipartisan bill. Doesn't it just seem like they're trying, trying Republicans are trying to have it both ways, though? You know, they did. They said, oh, they can These two bills can't be tied together. So Democrats are now doing these on their separate courses. And, you know, they're trying to do them, to, you know, at least in tandem, but they're not tied to together. And now they're saying, oh, but even if this other separate bill it could impact this bipartisan deal, it, to me, I, it's a, I'm a little cynical that it's a way for them to try to kind of find a way just not to support anything on this on this on this final track. I think that's fair. I mean, I, I, you, it could be read that way, and I think a lot of people will read it that way. Um, I, I, I think, to be honest with you, it's going to be more. It's going to be quite difficult for them to even find support. Find they need to find another d ten or so members of uh, Republican members of the Senate to support the bipartisan bill. 
I, I'm not convinced that's going to happen. But, you know, this is going to be the main story of the next several months. So, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to turn out. We're in a, a wait and see mode here. And I just think that we're going to have to, again, wait and see. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good you make a good point, too, though. I do think that, that just even without take away the budget resolution in general, they were probably going to have a very hard time finding the 10 Republicans at the end of the day. But certainly something we are going to be keeping our eyes glued to and reporting on every morning, afternoon, and evening. And with that, thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.